There you go, Lavelle. Right yeah. here. Here you go. Here you go, right here. It's like the clouds are falling. Mm-hmm. It feels like the skies ain't blue. It's like the skies ain't blue. It's like the world is changing. My God, I don't know what to do. So I say, I need your help right now. God, I need your help. Daddy, I like this. <laughs> I need your help right now. God, I need your help. But that didn't work out Now I'm feeling weak like I didn't work out I'm still breathing So don't pull that hearse out Natural born leader I was the first child But that doesn't mean that I have it all figured out Every now and then I experience doubt like Have I really found ultrasound Or should I leave it buried down in the ground Do I have faith or am I just crazy Was it you speaking through the prophet about a baby I can't speak for no What's going on y'all It's Mr. Respect Your Audience Himself And you are listening to Live With Me Drill Everybody, man, uh, welcome. You are listening to Live with Me Trail, where we share real life experiences and encourage the body while applying scripture and challenging the culture. And why do we do it? It's because we respect our audience. And I hope y'all having a good day, man. It's Friday. It's free day. Now you may be saying, "Meet." Well, I work on the weekend. Well, listen. Shut up. Don't nobody care about you working overtime. I'm sorry that it is so hard for you making more money on a weekend. I'm sorry. When it's some people who under time and you frustrated about being employed, it's people that are unemployed. That didn't go right. That didn't go right. I'm sorry. You know what I mean? Not unemployed, but like unemployed. Yeah. Y'all, y'all, y'all got it right Anyway it don't matter So listen man um, It is an amazing day God is good man This is episode 68 Yeah episode 68 Cause listen I ain't gonna hold y'all up I've been noticing I got one episode I'm going through my stuff And I'm trying to You know keep up with the numbers And all that And I got like two episodes 65s <laughs> Or something But I mean y'all know They're not the same episode Anyway But yeah this is episode 67 man Yeah um, And I wanna talk about I, I, idols, idolatry. Um, but I want to talk about it in a different way, man. Um, um, now, anybody who knows me knows that I enjoy uh, movies, right? Like I'm, I'm huge in movies. I'm talking about uh, before this whole digital streaming age, man. I had DVDs on top of DVDs, and before then, I had VHSs on top of VHSs. Like I've always really just enjoyed uh, movies. I, I, I like, I enjoy the art of storytelling. Um, Especially when it's not a 
I guess I can't say that either. I was going to say, especially when it's not like propaganda driven, but I'm a believer and I have propaganda. I just know that it's the truth. But it's but at the same time, I guess, I mean, it's still a message or something I'm trying to drive home versus um, just doing something just for the raw uh, fulfillment of entertainment. Right. But anyway, man, so um, this episode is actually inspired by a movie that I once hated. You know what I'm saying? Um, Iron Man 3. Now, those, before I get into that, listen, man, um, I do like, I grew up on the comics. You know, my dad uh, was huge and he put, you know, introduced it to me and I really loved a lot of the characters and it was really cool growing up to see the guys that I had read about in saw just in pictures. Now, fly and fight and do all these other different um cool things on the big screen but what i have unfortunately began to watch is that they are because they're such huge blockbusters these superhero movies are such huge um uh vehicles for revenue i'm talking about they're major that there's a lot of agenda that are forced onto the characters the character development and the storylines and because they're superheroes and this is like a world of fantasy, it still is directed and targeted at children with some hugely um, direct adult conversations uh, that aren't being had, but just being introduced, which makes it dangerous. So while I'm not endorsing, uh, I'm, I'm no longer saying, you know, go see him. I'm not saying don't go see him, but I'm just saying you got to be careful because there's some con- there's some concepts that are being introduced to your children by characters that they've been taught and known to love already, which gives people a vantage of, I guess, oh no, just the ability to influence when you like somebody already. So then when they start to add commentary behind the person that you already trust it makes you vulnerable to um at, at the very least listening to something some things that you may not need to listen to now i went into that whole i'm sorry that whole thing just to say listen i like the superhero movies i am not endorsing them i'm not telling y'all to go watch them whether you go watch them or you don't watch them you got to be careful i mean that's just with everything but like i said i digress because that's not what this show is about i'm not this is not a plug for superhero movies. This is actually a plug for Jesus. <laughs> Gay y'all. That was churchy. But no, this is actually just um wanna have a conversation about um what I will later explain that, that I consider a form of idolatry. But we gotta get there first. You know what I'm saying? So real quick, man, um Iron Man three, basically the movie is about Tony Stark being obsessed with what happened in New York when the first Avengers happened and the aliens invaded and they had to fight and blah, 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 blah. So his his fear or um, was it fear? Yes, I me, mean, his fear, his anxiety. He began to create hundreds of suits, like a bunch of Iron Man suits all over the place. And he really identified himself just like from the first movie as he is Iron Man, which he literally is in love and engulfed in this suit that he continues to make different versions of and it's, it's everything that makes him who he is but in the third one we're presented that these suits are considered a distraction and this is why i really hated the movie in the beginning was because he spent most of his time outside of the suits like the suits never really he never got to wear them longer than like a 
maybe two or three minutes. And even when he was in him or we saw the Iron Man suit, we ended up finding out that he wasn't Iron Man wasn't even in that suit. So it took like the 17th time. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Uh, it took the second time for me watching it because I really hated the movie for me to get the message or get a message now nah, that don't mean maybe i'm preaching off iron man and they ain't had no they ain't had none of those intentions but i saw something totally different um watching it again and i actually started thinking about how this is something that i struggle with and um i think many people struggle with so i want to share i want to have the conversation about distractions man um i want to have the conversation about idolatry and i want to have a conversation about identity um so it's gonna be a dope show, man. Like, I, like, like I'm excited to share what I've seen because I know this is something that many may struggle with. So, um, before we get into all of that, though, let's go ahead and jump into your mama's favorite segment. Let's talk about it. How are you doing? My name is Beach Real, and this is some of the things that's happening in the news. This story is, uh, I, I'm not gonna lie, it came as a surprise to me. Um, so there's a huge petition going on about not allowing Michael Vick to be involved with the Pro Bowl. Um, they want to take him off as the Pro Bowl captain because he um, is formerly or previously um, guilty, convicted guilty through his own amends of dog fighting, the murdering of dogs, um, as well as gambling. And um, the fans don't want this filthy, sinner, dog-hating, murderous, gambling, maniacal uh, man to be on the Pro Bowl's uh, uh, team. He don't, they don't want him to be a captain. Um, this gets this is interesting because time and time again I say that man, while the people continue to talk about the church this and the church that. I don't know about y'all, but all I see is the world going around trying to be God and judge everybody according to their personal convictions and sometimes racial biases. I'm not going to say this is fully or um, uh, obvious or clear sign of racism, racism or prejudice, but because um, I, I just don't I don't believe so. I think this is more of just them picking and choosing when and when not to be self-righteous and Michael Vick one. I don't know what it is about America or these, these, you know, many people, people love animals. <laughs> I'm talking about there's people that have had rape cases, um, uh, who have come back from murders. I'm talking about who drug, uh, drug binges and all sorts of things that get way more love to somebody. Don't hurt no animal boy. Don't hurt. Don't, don't hurt. Don't hurt them. So it's tough, man, to see how Michael Vick is still so hated for this issue with the dogs. Don't get me wrong. Uh, what he did was foul. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's not tiptoe around the fact that what he did was wrong. And as a man, like a man, you got to respect that. One, he pled guilty. He admitted it. He didn't play the lawyer game and throw a bunch of money at the situation and try to cover it up. He actually lost, went to jail, uh, and actually fought back to redeem himself uh, as an athlete at the very least, but as well as a person with things that he's doing off the field and has done off the field. So this is what's tough. Why send someone to prison if we still won't forgive them? You feel me? <laughs> like, if if I'm going to be hated for the rest of my life or something, at least in the world's eyes, then let me not go to prison either. You know, let me not lose, you know, years of my life 
if it doesn't attribute to any kind of um any kind of healing of the of of my I guess I say I would say of of you know if it has no if it doesn't attribute to any healing of how people feel about me or my image which man you know even just because you go to jail don't mean people got to forgive you I get it but like dang you know what I'm saying like I just think it's tough man um I'm also a fan so I could be biased you know what I'm saying like but you know what man I wasn't going to do this, but I'm going to share this with y'all. Let me tell y'all something, man. What I have been noticing and what I, if I had to describe how I feel about this story, let me tell y'all this. And I'm going to just leave it with this. If we as a society can allow and welcome and be excited about Kanye West doing and saying whatever he wants to do as a new convert and believer through his own self-admission, so literally, I am not here to question or what I'm saying to question, you know, the conversion of Kanye. I've let y'all have it. Let's, I'm just going to pray and watch. And No, I'm not going to watch. I'm going to pray for the best, uh, for God's will to be done and for a true conversion. And that is all I want to say about him. And it's not about him. But what I will say is, if we can allow and accept a nativity scene and movie full of silver surfers, for God, and we can forgive Mr. Kanye, you know, MAGA hat, slavery is a choice, West, can we, come on, y'all, where is that same loving, y'all, Christians always judging people, energy, when it comes to my man, Vic, let the man be a captain, sheesh. So this next story, man, um, I want to talk about is an artist that goes by the name of Juice World. Um, young guy, um, his music is by far some of the most depressing music um, that I had ever heard. Now, for those who don't know, um, I don't I, let me let me say I've grown from hating secular music and people who listen to it and not saying that everybody who's listened to it is going to hell or don't love God to understanding that people have a choice. Um, and I choose not to indulge in it because I understand the impact of music. And that is personally directed and only to me and my family. Because if you're under my household, you're going to do what I say. Anyway, I digress. But no, seriously, man. Um, the only, and um, you know, I don't really promote those artists. I don't talk about them. Um, because, one, like I said, what what they promote and what they put out in the, in the world uh, and make and profit from is dangerous. The conversations are dangerous because they're being had in a very loose and sometimes seductive and almost celebratory way. But I want to talk about something that's continuing to happen. Um, this young man was 21 years old and he's dead. Um, two years ago, uh, we lost. It was another pretty famous artist that was very, very huge in emo rap or rapping about depression and uh, over medicating themselves or self diagnosing themselves and just being blowed out their mind and high and um, dying from overdoses. And then other young artists being murdered. It's Listen, man, um, I have to say this because I'm passionate about this when it comes to this music stuff. We let our kids listen to kids rap about the things that are killing them. 
I think, like I said, I really want to have this conversation, and I was really, I'm really, I'm not saying afraid to, but I know people love music so much that this becomes offensive. Let me let me clear it up. I'm not saying you're going to hell if you listen to secular music. I'm not saying you're going to heaven if you don't. What I'm saying is, is that whatever you deposit into your spirit or to your heart, whatever you listen to consistently, you will begin. There are there are residual effects psychologically that also manifest physically, mentally, how you act, how you begin to talk. These things are true. Um, if you listen to the music from some of the the most recent or just period artists that have died through suicide, through murder, you can hear their pathway to destruction in their music, which sucks because I'm talking about a human. So let me let me be straight. I mean, let me get this straight. I I hate that I continue to hear about young people dying in ways that they don't have to die. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it's something that's very close to my heart when I continue to hear us celebrate and spend hundreds of thousands and and oh, best rapper this and all for people who are screaming over music saying, I want to kill myself. I am so depressed. I love getting high. I'm making all this money and nobody cares because the beat go crazy or it's all cool until they actually live out their lyrics but we're watching them live out their lyrics so why do we let our kids listen to these people i'm sorry listen why do we love artists so much that we don't care if they're destroying themselves like there's a huge conversation about where let people be happy don't judge where we're so we're literally going to just sit and enjoy the roller coaster and the ride of watching someone's road to hell and not necessarily just their road to hell uh, spiritually. I'm talking about their road to hell, a lifestyle that is tortured, depressed, oppressed, without hope, without Christ, because they get high and they make it a bunch of music and they touring and they got colorful hair or they they get to just wild out and everybody loves it. But then when the person dies, it's like, oh, too soon. And I'm almost like, we've been, we, we haven't cared about these people until they died. Because I don't listen to these people. So sometimes when somebody dies or I'm hearing about it at work, I'm like, let me check something out. And I'll be like, wow, this is extreme. <laughs> you know, like hearing lyrics of people saying, I'm better off dead or I can't live without you. Or, you know, I need medication just to get through the day, just to feel better. And I mourn a generation of people that are okay, who will self-medicate and stay blowed and high all the time and be okay as long as they're making money and they have momentary times of happiness versus people actually saying, dog, you have a problem. I get you making a lot of money, but listen, this money ain't going to do nothing for you when you kill yourself or when you die because you're talking crazy in music and then somebody murder you like it's. It's honestly one of the craziest things I continue to watch is that we continue to watch these young. These ain't 40 year old rappers. These ain't 40 year old singers. These are 20, 18, 24, 25 year old people that literally cannot make it to their 30th birthday. And while no one wants to judge unless we're talking about Michael Vick, but I digress. Dog, this is a problem, man. And I'm thinking about the family members and the people that know these actual human beings and now at their funerals. So for anybody who um, is willing, like I said, this is not about you going to heaven or hell, but 
if you've ever been to a funeral where a funeral where the parents have outlived or lived longer than the child, it's one of the most diminishing feelings. I'm, I'm talking. It's one of the most helpless and hurtful times to he hear the cries of a parent standing over their death of a child. It's 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 it's, it's something. Un it's it's unreal. I haven't found many experiences that matched. Not that it's a competition, but. <sighs> I just I just really want people to hear my heart when I say stuff like this when I talk about this because one I'm mourning the death of anybody I hate hearing about death man like it's it's a part of life you understand and then you always think about man did this person know Christ man what was the quality of life man who they leave behind you go into all these things but then when you think about somebody who wait a minute maybe just maybe their death didn't have to happen don't get me wrong people have a choice but I think about the differences of when we say we love somebody versus when we show we love somebody. If I love you, you can't be walking around talking about you depressed all the time and you always medicated and I'm still just supporting and celebrating. No, no, I'm sorry. I'll be honest. Sooner or later, I'm going to become annoying because I will not go to a funeral and say, man, I wish I would have opened my mouth. I wish I would have shared the gospel with this person. I wish I would have continued to check on them and encourage them and and, and offer them um, a different way to filter their thoughts through that has helped me in my life. And I'm talking about through scripture, through God, through my relationship with Christ. Like I would I will never, ever, ever allow the way someone feels or the fact that someone's successful be a deterrent for me sharing the good news when I am literally seeing hearing and witnessing the a self-destructive lifestyle i'm sorry you know what i'm saying like it's, it's a it's a thin line between being judgmental and being observant and i know people are rather you just not say nothing just like i won't sit and have family eat donut bacon sandwiches every day and kool-aid like i used to and wild out like i won't sit there and just allow it and just, not allow it i won't just sit there and say nothing it doesn't mean they don't have a choice but i'm not gonna not say anything because the moment you lose somebody to, to something that's health related when it comes to diabetes or when it comes to just being obese and when it comes to things that can at least be, let me say, managed because you can't control it. Somebody can still have a heart attack. What I'm saying is, is that I want to help. You feel me? Like, I can't just celebrate a person's emotions when there are alternatives to quality of life. You know what I'm saying? So if I got a friend that's living unhealthy, they're going to hear the they gonna hear the conversations about being healthy. If I got friends that's not saved, they're going to hear the conversations about salvation. Because at the end of the day, how you feel right now is nowhere near as important as me offering you new information to maybe make a different decision because for us to have for people to have years of music because i never had heard about the guy but years of music years of confession from this artist and others and they talk about their drug use not saying that they didn't have a choice on their own but to see how when you're making millions of dollars and people love you you're almost a slave to your success where Dang, I'm making millions of dollars talking about how I be blowed all the time and how sad I am and how I want to die. I don't know, man. Maybe it's just me. I just feel somewhat responsible if I'm a part if I'm not a part of the solution. If I'm celebrating something that's killing somebody, I feel like I'm 
I don't know. I feel I'm feeling like I'm helping them. Die. I'm helping kill them too. I don't know. Maybe that's too that's too much. I don't know. Hey, y'all help me out. Like these are my thoughts. I'm not gonna support someone who is doing things to harm themselves or share their content for somebody who may be battling with depression. Because sometimes this music will push you over the edge. Sometimes this music is if you already oh, were already sad. Oh, you're done now. <laughs> like it's over with. You hear this person? Oh, you're done. So, but I mean, what do y'all guys think? I, I mean, is it self-righteous to feel responsible if you've supported somebody's depression because because the music is sweet? I don't know. I don't know. Y'all can email me at the Christian Podcaster at Gmail, man. Let's have a conversation. This is I really believe this that that if if we support and share this stuff. What happens when depression sneaks into your home because you got someone who's struggling with or you struggling with it and you love the music of someone who is depressed? Like, so you're all you're doing is just you're just drowning in someone else's depression. And that spirit is heavy, heavy enough that you um, indulging in it in your music and in your television. It's just I just don't believe that it doesn't that it can't have a negative effect on the listener. No matter how cool the music is, I don't know. But let's go to another story. I'm sorry, but before we go to that story, uh, prayers to the families and friends. Listen, man, um, it's heartbreaking to keep hearing about these people, these kids dying. It's 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 garbage. Like I'm I mean, excuse my language. Like I hate this. You know what I'm saying? Like you keep hearing about kids dying. Kids commit suicide. Kids being murdered. Like it's like, dog. When is a when when is enough gonna be enough? Will we at least sit down and be like, dog? Something got to stop. Something is wrong here. You feel me? Like, and that's what I struggle with when I'm watching all this stuff. Like, dog. Why haven't we seen that something is wrong here yet? Why are we still supporting and making these people millionaires versus really? trying to find a way to put the word out like we protest and we woke about everything else these people are killing themselves and we making a millionaires and celebrities when these are the most depressed lonely empty sad over medicated people on the planet that have no solace no true help because we love their celebrity but like i said man i'm i'm sorry for the family the friends I can only I can't imagine. I can only imagine from the people that I've lost too soon. And I'm gonna tell you, it's not a it's nothing cool about it. It's nothing, it's nothing but a a, a word of regrets and I shoulda, woulda, couldas. So why won't we? Next story. Hey y'all! Um, for this last story, man, um, I haven't shouted out a Christian, a Christian creator in a second. Um, and hey, man, I need y'all to email me at the Christian Podcaster. Um, you know, people that y'all want me to select. Listen, my 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 vantage point is kind of limited. I be looking, but um, you know, send it to me. Send me the names, the music, the books, the events, the lessons, the sermons, the. Uh, movies, uh, you know, even a hey, real quick little shout out. I did find a dope little app. It's on Vid Angel. It's called The Chosen. It's a um, crowdfunded um, TV series about the life and times of Jesus Christ. I ain't made it past episode three because episode three 
It's so powerful. It's called uh, Jesus Loves the Children. It's the most, I mean, dog. Jesus t teaches and sits down with these young people. It's heartbreaking. And I'm talking about in a good way. Like, it, it just gets you. Like, it's 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 it's, it's an amazing uh, body of work, a great explanation or uh, presentation of Christian content. I mean, I'm, I'm in love with it. The only thing is, you know, maybe kind of the, you know, features of racially of, you know, something. But that, that, uh, I, we get it. Whatever. Whatever. I ain't tripping. But it's cool. It's a dope show. I love it. I enjoy it. Um, it's edifying and encouraging. Um, and so far, it's been pretty spot on. You know, we haven't seen Jesus have a girlfriend. Uh, you know, some of these wild theories and I'm trying to go after my guy, boy. But anyway, anyway, it's a dope show. But I wanted to share something, man, um, about a podcast that y'all hear from. I, you know, I make fun of the dude a lot or I feature on his show, my man J. Will Music um, or J. Will. I guess he's just J. Will when he podcasting. I don't know. The dude got too many names. It's annoying. Anyway. He has a podcast called Inspired God's People If this is the first time you're listening to me Or first time you hear me talk about him uh, His most recent episode is Jesus wasn't a celebrity And I gotta talk about I wanted to talk about it I want y'all to go listen to it <laughs> um, It's probably my favorite Concept I've heard ever um, Because of how we talk about celebrity, how we talk about Jesus and how we use Jesus as a scapegoat when we are wilding or we are chasing the lights or, you know, we're chasing, you know, the uh, stage and all of that. So to hear someone older, um, someone share their perspective and scripture, which is cold um, about the life of Jesus Christ and how. He wasn't a celebrity, despite the fact that he may have been known and been famous and show how he never wanted fame. He never chased fame. He never indulged in fame. He never indulged in his fame. Um, it was almost a burden, but he never wanted to be treated as a celebrity. He never had a celebrity mindset. And it's a dope concept, man. And I want you guys to go listen because as you as a believer and you're growing and trying to understand the life of christ the characteristics of god the characteristics of jesus's life you got to understand that there are surface and subtle things that can literally change and warp your faith you'll understand it you believing jesus is a celebrity can lead you down a path of you compromising because you're focusing on jesus being a celebrity versus jesus coming for God's people and what he did meaning that the fame may have been a byproduct but his life was the was the mission his life and death was the mission the mission wasn't being known by the world his mission was being re was redeeming the world and that was him healing people loving on people having a relationship with people being here him living in a in living in flesh and still not sinning him being our redeemer was his mission not him getting a thousand fans or him needing a thousand and a million people to love him but who he was not not how popular he was so it's a dope show it's a dope episode it's one of the coolest things this man has ever done and let me tell y'all jay will sucks i he's he's one of the people that if if god gave me the you know he put me at the front gate right and when people come, he like, listen, Meech, we only got room for one more person. And it's J. Will Music. Um, let's see who else. J. Will Music, Osama Bin Laden, and Tony Stark, right? Them the three. He like, Meech, I know two of these people. 
No, well, one of these people are mythical. You can bring them into heaven. You got to make a choice. I just don't know if I'm sending Jay Will to heaven, man. I, I don't know. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. That will never happen. I will never have that ability. That is not my pay grade. I'm joking. It's one of my brothers. I love him. He's a great guy. He got a great show. And y'all got to check it out. It's inspired God's people, man. Um, Jesus wasn't a celebrity. This show, that show slap. It's, it's called. So y'all go check that out, man. So without further ado, man, this has been the Let's Talk About It segment. And I know it blessed you cause, because I did it. You feel me? No, I'm joking. But uh, that's the end. That's that's the end. That's the last story, man. Now let's get into the body. Let's really talk about this thing. Cause this show, I'm here to kind of like bust some, you know, bust up some spirits in this joint. I don't know. It's, we about to let's get busy. And that's all I have to say about that. So um, before I go any further, warning. I am not thinking of anyone in particular, but I will name people as an example. Warning. This may offend you. Warning. <laughs> I made a post the other day saying, warning, this may offend you. And people still wanted to argue. I literally warned you that this may offend you. So come Come cautious, but listen, I have, this is not directed at any one person, but that doesn't mean that it doesn't, um, that, that this doesn't explain something, but it's not directed. I had nobody in mind. This is a culmination of things that I've been seeing, that I've been hearing, that I've done and said and believed. And now that I have grown and I've continued to mature and as I will continue to mature, this is something that we have to talk about, speak against, and I think need to reveal, man. It's a conversation that need to be worth having. So let me get back to it. So I told you, Iron Man 3, his wife was saying that the suit, wait a minute, Tony Stark wasn't married. That was his girlfriend. They were shacking up. Tony Stark, dang, he never married that lady. Mm, mm, mm. Maybe they got married. Yeah, maybe they got married before he died, though, when they had the daughter. I, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm just thinking about Tony Stark's salvation made me think when I was thinking about, you know, if I was going to send him or Jay Will or Osama bin Laden to hell. And I'm thinking about, but Tony was shacking up and he was an atheist, I think. I don't no, I'm I'm joking, y'all. I'm joking. For real, for real. Um, the movie was about his suits, you know, um, that he those were his, those were his identity. Those were who he was. And his wife in the movie or girlfriend, we, I'm going to say wife. Let's, let's just speak it into existence because it's a cartoon. She said they were distractions. And I was mad because the whole movie, we never got to see him in the suits until at the very end. He said that I've, it's a shell. He started calling himself the mechanic. He, he started to realize that it wasn't the Iron Man suits that made him who he was, but it was who he was that helped him make the Iron Man suits. You know what I'm saying? Like Iron Man was a byproduct of who he was. Iron Man was a tool, but it wasn't his identity. And sometimes I think that we can identify with that is that we allow a tool or things about us be our identity. And it makes it hard, or almost impossible for us to let go. 
you know, with scripture, um, it talks about, you know, being a new creature or God create me in a new heart or renewing the mind. And, you know, it re- like there's so much about change. But when we apply it in real life, when we hear about it in real life, sometimes it sounds like we, are tr- we try to Christianize things that we've already predisp- predetermined we want it to be about us. You know what I'm saying? to be about our personality. And those would be considered your Iron Man suits, your distractions. Like, let's just, you know, a statement of, oh, man, saved but not soft, right? That's a pretty common thing. Hey, you know, I love Jesus, but I give you these hands. You feel me? Like, things like that or um, something I've noticed or being a hood Christian, right? Or street street Christian. Like, you was a street dude, it went, you know, before you got saved, you got saved, and now you are making everything form around that concept in your Christianity, right? In your faith. So, you know, you'd be things like, man, I used to serve dudes on the block. Now I'm serving Jews to Jesus on the same block. You know, I used to give them crack. Now I'm giving them Christ. Like it's, and those are cool antidotes in a rap battle when you think about it. But then it's like, how many Christians do y'all see me walk around with hoodies on and they still look like they'll rob you. You're like, oh, I'll meet you. Here you go. You're judging. You're judging. Listen, I, I'm, all I'm saying is, it's weird to be a Christian thug, you know? And this is why I struggle with listening to battle rap, which I don't. I stop listening to it. I mean, that's just my own personal conviction. I think it's weird to battle people for Christ, right, in a way where you have to humiliate them, demean them, and threaten them, and even bring up... Um, bring up things that can be violent you know what i'm saying or you can just do things to show how intelligent it's, it's a very boastful uh sport in my opinion so it'd be weird when it's like you know people saying you know i'm a christian rapper but i you know grab the ratchet pop shot 66 books one shot like you you you, you try to play this whole lifestyle but it's weird because if god made you a new creature why are you still acting like the same beast you feel me why 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 like, like I'll be, I, I, I'm literally confused. Like, can you be a hood Christian, right? And it's like, well, you know, what's that mean? And I know this is going. Listen, look, we can have these conversations all day, every day, because I want to think through this stuff. I want to help. I want to share. I want to learn what you guys think. But come on, um, um, or even there, are, there's Christian emo rap now, where it's rappers that call themselves Christian rappers, and they literally rap about how sad they are all the time. And it's like, dang, what a, what a, for me, this is my opinion, what a sucky representation of the power of God that I can be new in Christ, but still enslaved to who I was. How are you an emo Christian rapper? Like, how do you go emo Christ? <laughs> how do you go hood Jesus? Like, how are you serving a block in the feet? How is there no never an outward representation on what's happened on the inside. This don't mean you got to wear a suit. You don't mean you got to change, conform. But it, I would think it would mean that who you were, you are no longer bound to that person because you are made new in Christ. And you don't have to still fly around in your Iron Man suits because now you can realize who you are. Like, seriously, you being in the streets, you serving, you being respected in the hood, you beating people up, all that stuff was cool in the world. It was wild, but it, okay, that was cool. But now, as a new creature, God can start to reveal the leadership 
the the influence the 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 things the characteristics the the things that God put in you that allowed you those that allowed you to influence and that you perverted in the world that now you become a tool for God so you're not serving people like you were serving Jesus you serving Jesus like you were serving crack no it's we not know but now you are, because you're a people person, because you don't mind being in the neighborhoods and you got a relationship and a rapport with people, you're using that same rapport now to introduce them to Christ. But you're not outside on the corner at the gas station. They're like, hey, man, I got that Jesus Christ for you, cuz. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, man. Maybe I'm tripping. Am I tripping? It's another one, man. I was thinking about that, how, like, Or the new movement of the ratchet, the ratchet righteous, right? Or the 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 the, the Christian Cardies, right? Or now, <laughs> I don't know, man. I think I'm gonna lose some listeners for this. I, I, let me just be hundred percent honest. I think it's weird that the Bible is losing its, I guess, its uh, importance on building a, a sound Christian foundation. When you hear people defend sinful lifestyles and sinful behavior because it's popular, right? So like, so that now your happiness weighs more than your lifestyle dedicated to holiness. So I always thought it was weird that like, so now we got to be the Christian version of the world. We got to be the Christian Sada baby or Christian Jeezy's or the Christian Cardi's or the Christian whatever girls that's always turning they back, turning around and, you know, wilding. It's just interesting that the God that we believe died for us i'm talking about how do we have a god that we believe that died for our sins rose on the third that he defeated death that he redeemed a people but can't change anybody that that change is no longer something that we actually desire or that we actually put on we versus hey man i'm saved and i can still be the same way i am i'm just gonna say jesus instead of crack or i'm just gonna say god instead of a cuss word or like I'm literally just using God as a tagline or a tag name to do and be who I already said I was going to be. I don't know, man. It's, and these are my thoughts. I'm sharing my thoughts. I'm telling y'all it's not in the Bible, even though about, you know, renewing your mind and being made new and, you know, repentance and walking away from yourself. And like, that's in the Bible. But <laughs> what I'm saying here, the questions I'm asking, this is my thoughts as a believer. This is not doctrine. Or theology. This is meat real trying to understand of if we are all believe if we're if, if you consider yourself a Christian and you're a believer, why would you want to identify more with the people who need to be redeemed and and accept Jesus than actually go after taking on a representation of who Christ is in your heart, in your life? Like, why is the conversion such a complicated conversation? Y'all get what I'm saying? Like, like, okay, another example is, you know, people who knew me before I got saved, I'm, I'm very, I'm very raw, very emotional, very passionate. And I, and I've, I've struggled with foot to mouth disease for a very long time where I literally would just say something. Um, and now you take away me having any kind of conviction, family and, you know, Jesus, 
I said anything. I look at some of my old Facebook posts and it's wild to see me here and see that person there being the same person, you know, in a in a different time. But that's still being me. Like, dang, I said that. But then I remember when I first got saved and I remember how I struggled with not being able to be the old Meech. I struggled with not being able to be reckless and I couldn't care and I couldn't just say whatever I wanted to say, however I wanted to say it because I was a believer and I was a representation of, of Christ. I'm a part of the body now. I have to change the way I think. I can't think and move the way I used to because of who I serve. I no longer serve myself or my emotions, but I serve God. I serve the word of God and I, and I live by the spirit. So there is a different way to think, process and move. But I struggled with it because I didn't feel like me anymore. I couldn't just come out and say, hey, this person is dumb and they're going to hell. Because I probably would have said something crazy like that. Hey, you're stupid. You're wrong. Dang, now I got to think like this. I got to like, so I struggled with how can I still be me and be in Christ? And I thought about, the, you know, when the Bible talks about, you know, mortifying the flesh and dying daily, that I, I had to kill that meat. And it was hard. Listen, I tried to be the Christian Charlemagne or the Christian. Like I tried to be the Christian version of somebody who didn't know Christ. And the Christian version of someone who didn't know Christ, when they know Christ, they not going to look how they used to. That's the trick. <laughs> that the moment someone out in the world gives their life to Christ, they have to kill their flesh. They have to kill who they were. So the scene in Iron Man 3 at the very end with all the suits and he prom he blew them all up. And I was so mad, like, dog, we didn't get to see all these suits. But I think about it where mortifying, killing all the things of my past, all the things, all the tools, all the idols that I created to give me identity so that I can have control. I had to, I had to kill those things so that Christ can have his way with me. It's almost to the place where he has to have you to himself because if Christ can't have you because you got to have you then you it's it's just dangerous that's just dangerous territory that's just dangerous territory so you like me whatever man what you talking about idolatry you tripping i promise i'm not tripping listen you used to be in the drug game you get saved and you talk about like I've been around people and I've heard them talk about their sinful life. Like, man, I remember them days, man. I used to sell a whole bow. Oh, I remember them days I used to sleep around with so many women. I remember them days I used to knock people out and I, you know, but then I got saved and, you know, <sighs> like the story just gets sad all of a sudden. Like, you're like, oh man, I was out here killing people, man. I was selling dope. I was having sex everywhere. I was doing this. I was, man, I was doing all that, man. And then, you know, man, I just. Gave my life to God, man. And, you know, glory to God. Yay. <laughs> like, for real. Sometimes that's how y'all testimonies be sounding. For real. Like, some of y'all posts, like, it's, it's, it's tough because it sounds like we almost make it seem like it was lit before Christ. Like, oh, man, them suits, they dope. 
But walking around in freedom, think about how bond, how bound you are if you have to live inside of a suit. When Christ came to give us free, when you are stuck to be bound into your flesh or your Iron Man suit, per se, versus when you kill your flesh and you can walk in the freedom of the spirit, when you can walk in the gift that God gave you and you can be used, you can be used by God. Anywhere. So when you put on the suit, Iron Man got to fly around and this, that, and the fourth. But Iron Man can't. Iron Man got to take take off his suit to pee. <laughs> Tony Stark got to take his suit off to pee. Think about that. That was deep. That preached. That preached more than anything I said. He got to take his suit off to use the bathroom. So even in your sin, even in your suit, even in your flesh, even in this idol you created, it's still limited. And there are things you can't do with it. You still got to take this off. So you this real street hood, man, murder, murder, kill, killer, this, you know, um, Christian Cardi. And you love just twerking all the time and all that. When you want to go to a, get a job review, when you want to go to the doctor, when you you can't even be that person, you got to take that suit off and change your voice like dear. You can't, but when you are a new creature in Christ, when you are free, you can be that person. You can be who Christ, who you are in Christ everywhere. And the intent is to be, because that's when you can do the most damage for the kingdom. That's when you can do the most good. good. Like, so, and don't get me wrong, you can put a, a, a Iron Man suit, a Christian Iron Man suit on it. Every time you're around people, it's, oh, Jesus, Jesus, and you got this huge persona. But then when you're at home, you take the suit off and you be who you are. No, I'm talking about true conversion and actually living this thing. So that means that even when you're not on the pulpit, even when people can't see you, and you're at the gas station, you still got the Holy Spirit, and you still are walking as a believer where you may pay, pay, pay to pump somebody gas. You may be talking to somebody across the line and encourage them. You may see something going on. Like, you, you are active at all times because you are a Christian at all times versus... You got to put on the suit. Think about the movies of Iron Man. He always had to wait, and he found amazing 100 billion dope ways on putting on a suit. He still had to put on something, jump in something, until he found out who he truly was. So once he found out who he truly was, you move different. This don't mean you don't use the tools, but you're not the tool. You get me what I'm saying? No, no, the tools aren't your identity because you, you know, you a vessel or you a tool, but your personality from your past, how you moved, if you was in the street, how, all that stuff, that's not who you are. And it can't be who you are in Christ. You can't be one way in the world and then Christianize it and not like there has to be a change. There has to be, right? Like, like <laughs> I can't be reckless meat no more. Because I'm a representative of who Christ is. I'm no longer representative of, of who, who Mitya is. I'm a representative of who Christ is. So who I was is a representation of who God loves. But how I am now is a representation of what God can do and who Christ is in me. You get? Do that make sense? So that's why I call it idolatry. Let me... I mean, let's, okay, let's think about it before I get into that. <laughs> I made a post about how the, the everybody talking about Lizzo, right? The girl who walked around with her butt out, okay? Whatever. I'm not I'm not proud to have this conversation, but this happened, right? And I said, what's funny is people are body, you know, the, she's going to lose weight sooner or later. And all the people that's defending her and say, oh, y'all stop body shaming. She's going to turn her back on all y'all, and she's going to get skinny. Lizzo's going to get healthy. Now, I had a conversation where one of the people said, oh, you don't know if she's unhealthy. Cool. I don't. 
And I'm not saying that that's not what it's about. Well, what I am saying is, is that you continually to watch people who coined one thing, right? When they become more and more successful, the one thing that made them famous, a lot of times they walk away from it. Big boy, who was a you know personality in the world, he not big no more. Fat Joe, he not fat no more. Even his brother who passed away, Big Bud, he was trying not to be big no more. You know, before he passed. I mean, even I mean, even think about it. Let's think about it. Bruce Jenner, not even Bruce no more. I'm I'm, I'm just okay. I'm done. I'm sorry, y'all. I know the the alphabet committee. I, if this is my last show, man. I just want to tell y'all I love and appreciate everybody who's listening. <laughs> but for real, like we watch from Jonah Hill, like we watch people who have made themselves famous for one thing and then changed. We see, mo- you know, comedian who donned the whole big woman, embrace yourself, then she lose weight. Like, for real, even me, I struggle with, people have called me Big Meech, you know, most of my life. Now that I'm chasing health and I'm getting smaller and things are happening, it's like, dang, I'm not going to lie. I still got to get rid of my suits. I got a bunch of big clothes that I love that was that's kind of dope. I can't even wear them no more because I changed. Like, even on the outside, things have changed as I've changed. And there are things that I can no longer fit inside of. I can't fit inside of the the reckless meech and i'm talking about that i can't fit inside the reckless meech comfortably don't get me wrong i do i can because i still have a flesh but i'm always convicted because of the new me like i always can feel when i'm putting back on that old iron man suit like oh no but you free meech you ain't got to talk to nobody like that because you christ made your new creature he's he can teach you you have something in you that can teach you how to talk to people explain and understand how to present yourself because the reckless meat could only fly could only you know the iron could only do this like you're limited in your flesh but christ makes you cold because he you, you he can do things through you that you couldn't do on your own will and your own power y'all feel what i'm saying literally people <laughs> literally as education comes or as things arise can be known for one thing but then they change it when it comes when their life is on the line you know i heard you heard about the artist uh ed lover um it was his partner his name he called himself dr dre as well he just lost vision in one of his eyes due to diabetes now imagine if i was his close friend that watched him for 20 years do whatever he wanted to do and i always oh i love your curves bro you know i'm not gonna body shame you i love you bro and then he's going he goes blind in one eye due to something that he could have stopped and i said nothing maybe it's self-righteous but i would feel bad especially if i'm healthy and i you know what i'm saying like i would feel a way like dog but you my man's and i i because i was afraid to tell you that hey you you living in distractions you 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 living in your flesh or you, this is wrong because i'm afraid to have a in a, in the most loving and humble way have a conversation with somebody that can give them a better understanding of a better decision i just let you stay where you are and now you're dealing with the consequences he may get his vision back he may not but the thing of it is when it comes to diabetes unless you have type one you don't have to have it now depending on how old you are like there's things but when you have type two um 
even before medication or even in the midst of medication, there's still a lifestyle aspect that you can identify that attributes to this stuff. And we are still straying away from the reality as a society, as a people, that lifestyle matters and it has consequences on both sides. I've lost weight because my lifestyle changed. Honestly, I don't even work out as much as I need to or that I'm going to. I try to and I'm going to get I'm getting better. But because my lifestyle has changed, I got the results <laughs> to prove it. Like I said, like I, I'm changing. The, the old Meech loves pizza and Kool-Aid. The, the new Meech don't can't have it. Not even they can't have it. I'm learning I don't, like Taco Bell loved it. That was my thing. I don't even want it no more because I know what it does to my body. So even the old parts of me, the the reckless meats, the meats that love to bully and make people feel little. Don't get me wrong. There is a carnal satisfaction putting someone down, making yourself making fun of people. There, there's a carnal satisfaction to that. But me in Christ, the meats that used to want to make fun of and tear, tear people down. The meat in Christ, I want to see you win. I want to see the same depression that I could identify and make fun of you and do all this because I was dealing with that too. The new meat in Christ can also identify it. But now all I want to do is encourage you and help you. Like you see the difference? There's a difference. And the meat that was only worshiping his flesh couldn't do it because that wasn't who I was. But the meat in Christ, the new creature can do that because despite what my flesh is but despite the mold and the fit of my suit the christ i serve when i kill those suits when i blow those suits up when i kill my flesh i am open to an unlimited potential through christ to be effective i'm not a one-trick pony in god when you and your flesh you're a one-trick pony listen in the world you might have to shake your butt to get on and for people to think you happy and to make money. But man, in Christ, you can walk and live a way where you fully dressed and you got the self-confidence of a hundred women walking around naked because of who God, who you are in Christ for the, the peace that the Holy Spirit gives you. You don't got to show the world how your body look in bikinis and all of this. And you don't got to wild out and do all this stuff because your confidence don't come from that. I don't know, man. I'm, I'm just sharing my thoughts, man. I, I do, but I do truly believe, you know, the whole kind of save the not soft, the street versions of our of our Christian our Christian selves, us highlighting our old life. Like, listen, you know, us creating brands to be thug Christians is wild. Like, it's just not biblical to 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 literally be who you've always been, but change your word from crack to Christ. This it's just. <sighs> How can you be bay new being the same person? And it's not, and I'm saying this is a battle, but I'm I want to be honest with you. It's a distraction. Who you were, your flesh is a distraction from your true potential. Who you are in Christ is is being distracted by who you are right now or who you are when you in your feelings. That is your Iron Man suit. That's your Mach 42. That's all these suits of armor that you create to control to be who you want to be is a distraction from who Christ, what God has put in you. Because what Christ has put in you, dog, it can't fit in one suit. 
it can't fit in one specific tiny dog. It is dog. God is just dope, man. I mean, I'm I want to share with y'all, man. Um, let's go ahead. We're gonna go to the Meach Mike preach. Listen, this is not saying that you're going to hell for dealing with this stuff. What I'm saying is to have a life and life more abundantly, we have to shed these suits, these idols. They are idols. Think about it. Me not being reckless, Meach. Reckless Meach is an idol because I can control how people make me feel because I can attack you. I can be reckless. I can do this. I can do that. I can control. That's an idol I create, right? But Meach that has to honor God. Sometimes I have to take punishment. Sometimes I have to literally, I can't control how people respond and I can't control the situation because I can't attack people in the same way. God has to fight for me in my, a lot of my battles where the old Meech can fight his own battles and he can he can handle them the best way at his best of ability. But it's not the same because it still works in the destruction of people. And that's just not what Christ desires is us to destroy somebody. No, no, it's not it. So if I create this idol, I can control it. So I want to share something with y'all when I was thinking about this, about the conversation of idols and when idols are presented in the Bible. I want y'all to hear this. Idols are created in places where people want to control when their faith is being tested and they can't apply anything else. That makes sense. When you see in the Bible, idols are presented when people are in a position where they have to insert faith, but because of their patience, they want to control it. So they create something that they have control over. Think about it. When Moses went to the mountain, he was gone for what people were waiting. He was taking too long. So they created gods. They were like, oh, okay, think about it. When you're not getting the results you want in your life, you can create a God in your personality. Oh, yeah, I got to be like this so I can make this money so I can do this. I got to dance or I, I got to do these things to make this money because I've been waiting on God and God taking too long. So let me create something that I can control. Now I don't got to wait on God because here's my God. My God is the street life. My God is stripping. My God is sex. My God is cussing people out. My God is triggering and talking crazy. My God is um, calling myself God. You know, like these things give you control in places that you're supposed to be putting faith there. Not control. And it's tough because it's like, but, but I want to control it. No, put your faith in God controlling it. Or you can just hold on to these suits. But let's go ahead to each my page. So Exodus 32 Let's go there Turn your Bibles to Exodus 32 That's kind of cool So the uh, The title over it is The people make an idol to worship So uh, Exodus 32 says, After the people saw that Moses had been on the mountain for a long time They went to Aaron and said Make us an image of God who will lead and protect us Moses brought us out of Egypt But nobody knows what has happened to him 
Aaron told them, bring me the gold earrings that your wives and sons and daughters have been wearing. And everybody took their earrings and brought them to Aaron. Then he melted them and made an idol in the shape of a young bull. All the people said to one another, this is the God who brought us out of Egypt. So when Aaron saw this happening, he built an altar in front of the idol and said, tomorrow we will celebrate in honor of the Lord. The people got up early the next morning and killed some animals to be used for sacrifices and others to be eaten. Then everyone ate and drank so much that they began to carry on like wild people. This is what's so crazy about that. These weren't overtly wicked people in the beginning. This is where idolatry leads you. This is where, <laughs> where you can start off with a great concept. Man, I just want to reach the people. I want to honor God with, you know, I'm from the hood, so I want to talk to street people. You know, I'm reckless and I like to trigger people, so I'm going to use this to get people to God. Like, there's a concept where you're trying to honor God, but what you're doing is you're taking things that are created by man, right? You're taking them to honor God and it leads you to a place where you become self righteous right for real because then now you're all you doing is honoring yourself <laughs> and you just using god's name and the more you honor the more you live inside the, the more you worship these idols your personality these celebrities these godless people you start worshiping things that are not of god that may have a likeness like we made images of god which is how how do you do that how do you make an image of something that you don't even fully understand? You get what I'm saying? Like so, so anyway, I digress. They worshipped this idol, right? They got into it. They enjoyed it. They all oh, they they got all churchy for this idol. They did all this stuff, and they sooner like they start wilding. So I see people who. We make these mistakes as I have. I made, made these mistakes. You get into this. Oh, I'm going to be like this for God. And I'm doing this for God. And you start to notice. You start saying you saying stuff that's not biblical. You start doing stuff that's not biblical. And you're doing all this. Oh, but this is for God. And you're wilding. And at the end of the day, this idol that you've created, which is your persona, your personality, what I call your Iron Man suit, you've created this. But at the end of the day, you ain't worshiping nothing but a bunch of things that you already value outside of God gold earrings <laughs> you know they, they took the medals and they create you only worshiping the things of man what a god we serve that we have that we try to debase him to some 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 melted steel <laughs> for real that's wild to me man he said so this is the crazy thing go back to third it says after the people saw that Moses had been gone on the mountain for a long time. They got weary. We don't know what happened to him. Oh, I'm not getting the 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 responses that other people doing this stuff is getting. So let me control. See what I'm saying? You create these idols or you hold on to idols in places where God is saying this is where your faith go. You like, but I need to control it, God. I can't control it and have faith so i'm gonna create an idol that i can worship that i can see that i can touch that's gold and shiny something that i that i value because you take it too long bruh 
it don't feel good to allow people to talk crazy to me when I know I know something about their mama that I can shut them down with, or I know that I can, you know, I can fry them to death. You know what I'm saying? Like I can, I can really spaz on this person, but I gotta have faith that if I keep myself here, that you can get the glory and that vengeance is yours, and I may be able to win that person or you may be able to win that person over to you because they say wait this man a christian this woman a christian i didn't went off on them and why they still loving on me why they ain't cuss me out they they know my mama they know my they know this about my mama they know my mama uh lace front be bold and they ain't say nothing about it hmm it's crazy <laughs> it's tough man be careful man like don't in places of fear and waiting and in 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 the unknown fight the feeling on holding on to things that you've already known and that you've seen and venture out into the place of unknown which can be faith not knowing that it can happen but believing that it is that it will be listen don't allow yourself to create an idol because god take it too long for you don't create an idol because you know what a gold, you know, this golden, this golden bull, and all, you know what that means. You know that you can get a response if you do this. But God, like, but put your faith here. Stop and putting control in places where you need faith. That is an idol. God has made you new. It's going to be tough rebranding who you've been all your life, but you're a new creature. So because you're a new creature, you cannot hold on to those things that used to make you feel good because you ain't the same person but and what's tough about that is you don't know who you are anymore and you can make who you were an idol in your old life an idol in them old times in them old pictures when you were selling dope and when you was doing this you you can make that an idol or you can have faith and be patient for god to reveal to you in god's time so God can reveal to you They were so busy waiting on Moses They like dog he taking too long It be hard when you waiting on God Like God I'm ready to start my, my podcast again I'm ready to start rapping again I'm ready to start drink, you know, singing And you know I'm ready to live my dream Like I'm ready to do all the stuff that I was doing in the world But I gave myself to you I'm ready to do it again It's like okay be patient Because if you jump out too soon If you do this you create an idol Which can be the platform And the personality or whatever your Iron Man suit may be Whatever your distraction may be, and now you're running around, and sooner than later, you start wilding because you've created an idol in a place where you should have been <laughs> building it and stretching your faith, waiting to hear from the Lord versus telling God what he's saying. I don't know, man. <sighs> this is not a promotion to go watch Iron Man 3. But if you do, it's going to preach to you on a whole new level. And you're welcome. I'm going to make Disney godly. <laughs> hey, man, y'all been listening to Live With Me Trill. If you don't hear anything else, be careful And when God is taking too long for you that you don't act. Be careful. I know sometimes it feel like God not responding in your time. That's a good thing. Because if God responded in our time, He wouldn't be God. <laughs> Don't be so in love with who you were that you're afraid to change because of how everybody will view you. 
there are people that struggle with losing weight because people how they view 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 them on top of they like how they feel now don't be afraid to change because you're going to lose an audience because then that becomes an idol that becomes your tool that audience becomes your little iron man suit that you just love and that audience makes you who you are those those likes make you who you are that guy can't have his way with you he can't make you new because you already got a suit and you you rather be your personality you rather be iron man than tony stark who created iron man you rather be the platform you rather be the platform you created versus the person that is the reason people even came to the platform in the first place you gotta watch out for these idols man y'all be listening to live from each real i pray it blessed you make sure y'all subscribe hit all the like you know support support the brand man if you love this if this is something that you feel like maybe that blessed you and could bless somebody share it man and if it don't if you don't feel like that you need to pray because you're not saved Mm-mm, you can't be saved if you don't know i'm joking hey man peace and love it's friday man we're getting close to the holiday season um wherever you are financially understand that whether you can buy a gift or not you are a gift and you're walking in a gift you have life you have people that you can love or that love you that's a gift man so i wanted to just in that in this man with being encouraged listen man we serve an amazing god that eclipses toys and gifts and all this stuff all these idols listen i'm not saying don't buy no stuff because if you and my family you listen to this you know i want stuff and you can buy them amen i already got jesus so i, I don't need that just buy me stuff but for real man i know people get depressed around this time too so if you can't afford to buy your kids everything that you want thank god that you got kids that you that stress you out that you can't buy them stuff that's not something everybody has people lost a lot of people this year and i think at the very least if you can't buy nothing but you have life you blessed on the 25th and the 21st and the 18th if you have health right now if you're healthy if you're not sick if you're not in a hospital bed if you're not on a deathbed you got a cold gift christ ain't even say you got to unwrap this on the 25th you woke up this morning and unwrapped your gift man i'm, I'm trying to tell you man we create we create things man that that don't even we uh, i'm talking about they took earrings and melted them down into a bull we create things that can't even hold a candle to some of the stuff that god don't even do no more that don't make sense hold on wait wait, wait. okay yeah we create and craft <laughs> things to try to equal up to a god that created it <laughs> you feel like i'm i just i'm We'll walk around and not think God is God. We walk around healthy with a job, with a family, with people who or the very people who love us and we love them. Like we walk around with miracles and gifts every single day, but be mad because God won't give us this golden bull, this stuff, this thing. So I'm just saying, listen, you serve a God that's so big that you might not have a job that pays you enough money to pay your bills, but you might mess around and ha- but you have a god that is continuing to hold the sun close enough to give you warmth but not to burn you dog it's it's a god that dog you can't afford that type of god ain't nobody going to amazon and getting the god we serve because we can't find it it don't exist on a wish list it should exist on your wish list y'all need to, we need to get jesus I'm, that's a, i'm just saying for real for real listen if you don't hear nothing else 
don't get tired of waiting on God to reveal something to you that you create something or you go back to who you were because you could control it and how it made you feel. And then just throw God's name on it. And then, especially in this time and this season, don't allow idols, stuff, to make you feel like God not coming, or God not real, or God not here. Understand the gifts that's already around you. Understand that the, the suits, so buying toys and cars and having big Christmas videos and all that, that's the stuff. Those are suits. Those, that's, that's, those are idols. But listen, who God has in you, the things that you got going on in your body, the things that you got going on in your home, the, the sanity, the things that you have, the, it, that's the God that, listen, and it don't, he don't wait till Christmas to give it to you. You have it every single day that you're breathing. And there are things that you have that people don't. And I'm not talking about stuff. I'm talking about peace of mind. I'm talking about a roof. I'm talking about a t-shirt. I'm I mean, I, cable. I don't know. Just find the gifts in your life versus looking at the gifts that you don't have, man. We serve an amazing God. And that's all I want to end it with, man. We serve an amazing God. Stop playing. God is, God is the coldest. Whatever you are, whatever you were, it ain't, it ain't enough. That's why he sent Christ. So understand that God is the coldest, man. I'm done, bro. I just want y'all to, for real, y'all made me mad. God is the coldest. And we got to start for real. We got to, we got to, got to believe that, man. I pray to this help, man. Peace. What's going on, y'all? It's the one and only Mitrio, and I'm here to tell y'all about something I'm extremely excited to be a part of. So because I'm a part of Clean Air Media, Clean Air Media has a new sponsor, man, and I got to talk to y'all about it because this is something dope, and it's actually something that's really near and dear to my heart. Everybody knows that I'm a father, and I'm a husband. I'm also a sibling. I'm a mentor. Um, I don't know who ever crazy enough to allow me to mentor them, but there are some people. But no, what I'm saying is, is that health is wealth right now is the best time you don't gotta wait till the end of the year right now is the best time to set your mind on getting healthier today so i want to share an opportunity with you guys it's a new clothing line and they're called 413 fitness where you're actually able to witness with your fitness so you're not just at the gym getting swole you're not just working on your calves or your arms or your elbows can you work on your elbows but i digress 
you're also able to witness. And what's even doper is just people seeing the lettering and the conversation that's happening on the, on the clothing lines, talking about Philippians 4 and 13, or when it's talking about fear nothing, and it's also have other dope things that's witnessing the people. You can sit home. No, don't go home. Go to the gym. You can be in the gym, firm and excited that everything that you're doing has something to do with giving back. So you're working out, people get to see stuff on your shirt, and they're like, hey, what's that about? Now you can share. Now you're having a conversation. So now you're getting swollen, and you're sharing the gospel. They done made you an evangelist. And then, on top of that, 33% of every sale goes directly to outreach and evangelism. I'm just saying, how can you beat that? You giving, and you geared up. It's geared up to the word? I don't know, but it is. I'm talking about looking good you're getting healthy and you're investing in other people not just helping somebody get healthy physically but they're working on the on the spiritual aspect so i need everybody right now to head over to 413fitness.com tell them each real sent you clean air media